Testing, testing. One, two, three. My armpits feel sweaty. <laughs> Knees weak? There's spaghetti on my spaghetti already. No, your arms are heavy. No, dude. You got your coffee? Uh, in me. In you? Is it gone already? It's gone. You're a gangster. I still got some of mine left. Let's that's do, too bad. Let's do, that's not too bad. That's You're great. Right. You're right. Thanks, Walker's well, Coffee. Not Lord. sponsored. Not sponsored. But quick shout out to Daryl and Abby. Yeah. Thank true. you. And welcome to the Uncovered Podcast. My name is Joshua. My name is Kendall. We're here to talk about our journey. Let's get into it. Well, hey, we're 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 glad that you made it here to Uncovered Episode One. Uh, maybe you're wondering why we're calling this thing Uncovered and a little bit of who we are, but we're we're about to get right into it. Yeah, I uh, for me, it just means that I'm sitting here and I don't have a shirt on. That's that's not what it it's not at all what it means. <laughs> yeah, we're in the Northwest. <laughs> That'd yeah. be kind of a dumb decision. It's March. Yeah, it's still a little chilly out. Yeah. Well, I think for me, for my heart, I, I was just thinking about it. We live in a world with perfect makeup, auto-tune, and great Instagram feeds. And I think people are actually craving some authenticity. Yeah. People are craving real. And so, you know, we just want to create a space for us to go on a journey and and talk about what what we're walking through in our own lives and kind of uncover what life can really look like for us as as young people and different aspects of our journey and that type of thing so yeah that's really good speaking of perfect instagram feeds however uh, you should go follow our instagram at uh, podcast.uncovered and i tried to go with the underscore and all that stuff but it was all taken so podcast.uncovered is our instagram you should go follow it for our updates all that type of stuff but for me uncovered like Kendall, what you're saying is really good. Means um, su- being super real, super authentic, and uh, really being yourself. Um, we tend to, you know, put on a show most of the time. It's very, very rare that um, somebody is super authentic, super themselves, and sometimes even authenticity and vulnerability is even used as a mask by people to keep you at a distance. Um, so yeah, this is just us being us and we're inviting you along for that journey. Yeah. And, uh, a little bit more of an intro or who we are. My name is Kendall Kippen. I'm a youth pastor and on staff at a church called Jake's house church in Arlington, Washington. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll probably jump into and share a little bit more of our story in this in this first episode yeah uh, but yeah that's who i am and i'm joined by uh one of my best friends and uh a a, a fellow <laughs> fellow young man that's you know been a part of my life for the last number of years and i'll let him introduce himself yeah yeah that uh, that young man is me um, even though i'm older slightly than the other young man sitting across from me um i came here, got introduced to Jake's house and, and Kendall and all that 
few years ago. It was like five going on six years ago. And so since then, sort of journeyed through this whole thing of what it means to be who I really am and be myself. And I'm currently borderline on staff-ish. At, at uh, Jake's house, I'm a senior leader in the youth ministry and also on staff at our ministry school that we have here at the church, uh, Destiny International. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. I'd love to uh, for us to dive into a little bit more of of our story, maybe maybe we can get to how we met, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we just want to invite people into a little bit of our process, what what life looks like for us. We yes, we are Christians. Yes, we believe in God. We you know that'll that'll bleed through into probably everything we talk about. Um, but we don't want this to. This isn't necessarily just a podcast for Christians or believers. We want this to be anybody, anybody that's interested in growing, developing as a person, anybody that just wants to hang out with us, have some fun. You know, we're, we've got some some plans to maybe do some some interactive stuff with our audience at certain points, all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, we're just we're just in this thing. We wanted to hang out. There's something that had been on our heart for a little bit. And uh, maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe it did take a global pandemic for this to happen. <laughs> if you have been living under a rock and or you listen to this, you know, 20 years from now, this is being recorded during the uh, the somewhat mandated quarantine of the United States during the uh, COVID-19 outbreak. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe it took that for us to get this whole show on the road. But we're here now. Cheers, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, quite the, quite the journey. Um, sort of had this in my heart to start this a while ago and it's sort of on both of us. We, at different times, uh, I wanted to start it, wanted to start it, wanted to start it. And, uh, Kendall had a lot of stuff going on, different, different, um, things like that, different, um, excuses of why not. And then um, <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I had, I, then he, he's like, Hey, we should do it. And, and then I was like, well, you know, maybe, and didn't, didn't, didn't yeah. do it because <laughs> I had different, different stuff, different excuses going on as well. Yeah, so he didn't have anything yeah. going on. He just yeah. didn't want to do it. Just took uh, a Corona to <laughs> get us, <laughs> get us to not have anything going on to yeah, yeah, yeah. start this. One type of Corona will get you to start a podcast. One type of Corona, well, that'll get you to do something else, but yeah. we don't need to get into Maybe that. get you a DUI or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Different type of quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Well, hey, if you made it this far, uh, we're glad that you're here. Hopefully you'll hang out with us. Um, but I want to I wanna talk a little bit about um, some of my journey where... I've been a little bit of what I've walked through. I think a lot of this will come out at different times in different episodes. Um, but just so maybe we're not absolute strangers. Um, yeah, I grew up, uh, grew up in a Christian home. Uh, parents were in ministry. Uh, dad led a, uh, ministry school, Bible college. And, uh, 
I, I grew up grew up around ministry. I grew up around the church life, all of that kind of thing. But um, uh, then, let's see. After after my parents finished at the ministry school for a season, um, God led them to plant and start a church in Arlington, Washington, known as Jake's House Church. And I was about um, see, I was in like middle school at the time, or just before middle school. Um, no, let's see. I was I was in middle school at the time of the church starting, um, and transitioned to a public school at that time. Um, and ar- around that time, uh, kind of just got distracted with life and different things going on. And I think, you know, as it comes to uh, our relationship with God, it, it's one that has to be a personal relationship. And if I'm to be honest, and looking back at that time in my life. Um, I, I would say that my relationship with God wasn't that personal at that time. In a lot of ways, I think I just rode like the coattails of my parents' relationship with God and what that looked like for them. And uh, because of all the distraction and, and transition in my life at that time, and, um, you know, I, I switched to a public school and all these different things going on, I just started, you know, little, little steps here, little steps there. I found myself far from God and, uh, walked through some painful stuff, some not fun stuff, not pretty stuff. Um, and maybe we'll get into it at, at a later time. Um, but, uh, ended up, yeah, just not wanting anything to do with church, not wanting anything to do with God, but on the outside, um, I was still doing my best to play the part of the good pastor's kid. Nobody really knew. And, uh, you know, got really good at wearing a a mask and not letting anybody into what was actually going on in my heart and in my life. And I think that season of my life is really, you know, and, and the journey out of that is really, um, what, what has spurred us and, and stirred me to, you know, even want to do a podcast like this or have these types of conversations, um, that I've seen the destructiveness of wearing a mask, especially for extended periods of time. And I've seen the health and healing and, and beauty that can come from actually taking the masks off. And, uh, like we said in the beginning, you know, this, People are desperate for authenticity. Mm-hmm. People are longing yeah. for something real. Um, I think it bleeds into every facet of society, even with, you know, yeah. we've seen a massive uptick in like YouTube creators and YouTubers being like the new A-list celebrities in a lot of way for a young generation. Yeah. It's because like there's a certain aspect of it that is much more connected. It's not as polished or as put together as a big TV production or a big yeah. movie or movie stars that people are looking for real connection with people. People are looking for authenticity. And I think it's time for us, especially as Christians, we have to model this that unfortunately we've kind of been hands off in different things. We've been, you know, we can kind of stand aloof in our self-righteousness and Mm. all of that. And so for me, I, as I walked through that journey of walking away from God and then God really getting a hold of me, uh, after high school, um, seeing how God is slowly and, and faithfully and in such grace and kindness, 
helped me remove the masks and yeah. and actually get in touch with my own heart and seeing my heart really come alive in this season of my life has been such a joy and such uh, such a beautiful journey and i think other people are desperate for a journey like that and so yeah. for me that's really why i wanted to do something like this um Josh, we've been friends and kind of walking through this and you've seen the good, the bad and the ugly in a lot yeah. of ways of some of my journey mm -hmm. and I think vice versa. And so I think this is just a cool opportunity for us to, you know, talk through some of this stuff and we'll talk about current things going on in the world around us. We'll obviously the coronavirus is a, yeah. a situation happening right now and maybe we'll dive into that some today. Yeah. But yeah, this is it's a little bit of who I am, how I'm here. I did our ministry school at our church um, after high school uh, as a three year program. Finished that uh, after that the summer after graduation, came on staff at the church and have been leading our youth ministry since. And um, yeah, it's been a fun journey. It's been really awesome. I'm super privileged, super blessed to be able to do what I do, do it with an amazing community and some really, really awesome friends and and pastors and leaders and uh, get to do it with family. So it's been fun. It's been beautiful. And I hope you'll, you'll maybe come along this journey of uncovering in our lives. And maybe, you know, there'll be a journey in all of this for you as well, that maybe even just a little bit of our story yeah. will encourage you to uncover and take off some of the masks and walk out this life fully alive as God yeah. intended for every human being to live. Yeah. Yeah. It's super good. Um, I was, uh, sort of similar situation a little bit, uh, in my life going through high school and I grew up, uh, in the like missions and, and all that different stuff was overseas, you know, good chunk of my impressionable years, pretty much all of them, um, was overseas and all that stuff. So, I kind of have experienced this whole truth and reality of like God's real. He's here. He, you know, cares about people. I experienced a lot of that, a lot of crazy, super intense uh, stories, situations, things that have happened um, in my life, memories that I have from a, a young age. But, you know, going into high school, wanted to fit in, wanted to, you know, be cool, wanted to be liked by people, wanted, yeah. you know, all that affirmation, wanted to fit in different things. And so I sort of went into my own, my own way and, 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 uh, really forgot kind of what it meant to be myself and tried to become someone else put on a bunch of different masks, all that stuff. I joined the military out of high school, um, was in the Marine Corps for about a year before I was medically um, discharged um, for injuries while, that I sustained while I was on active duty. And, um, you know, life sort of fell apart a little bit at that point. And then I uh, met this girl and... I was like super serious about it and super serious about, um, you know, pursuing a lifelong relationship with her. And it sort of felt like she was, she was right there, uh, with me and 
that all really just sort of fell apart really quickly and left me completely broken and hurting and depressed and suicidal and all that stuff. And that really sort of caused me to uh, dig back into, you know, my roots and, and, and sort of come back to, you know, who I actually was a little bit and ended up over here, you know, like I said earlier at Jake's house church and, and in the school did all three years in the school. And this whole thing of discovering myself has been a, a journey that I've had since, since that time. And I can speak to the health of understanding really who you are. Um, like it's, it's life changing. Yeah. It's, it's insanely life changing. Yeah. It's necessary. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're just here asking you to maybe come along with us. And, you know, if you want to eventually take off the, the painted mask, the, the fake you and put on the real you, not saying you guys are fake. I'm saying I <laughs> was the biggest fake out of everyone you yeah. ever meet. Yeah. And, uh, I've discovered that really who I am is the most beautiful and the most perfect, um, place of being there's yeah. there's no no place really better than that so yeah yeah and we're we're not we're not wanting to come at this like we're some sort of experts on any topic on any subject matter mm -hmm. we're we're not coming at this like hey you need to listen to us because we've got all this life experience or anything like that uh we don't have any of that <laughs> We're just a couple of goofballs that love Jesus yeah. and love people and wanted to hang out and just even start a conversation about what this thing looks like, what this yeah. journey of life can possibly be. I think um, we obviously have a have a frame of mind um, and heart and belief system centered around uh, Christianity, centered around a relationship with God um, and because of that, we believe, you know, according to scripture and according to what we've seen, that God has really, really good plans for all of us, that he made each and every one of us by design, on purpose, and all these things. And so we, we've begun to see and, and, and experience what life can possibly be like when we live in relationship with Jesus, when we live as God intended and designed for us to live. And so as we discover it, we want you to maybe discover some of it as well and walk this thing out with us. And we just want to have some fun while we do it. And yeah. so hopefully you'll be okay with all our goofiness, silliness, craziness, whatever might happen will happen. But once again, welcome to the Uncovered Podcast. Yeah, I've been really speaking of like uncovered and and authenticity and stuff <laughs> and and all of that. I've been really sort of diving into in the Bible. There's a word that's talked about a few times and it's at the very beginning of the Bible uh, a bunch of times. And it's this word um, that in the English language is naked. But oh, I've yeah. been. I've been studying it out in the Hebrew and it's different things. Natural state of being, but um, um, been studying it out in the Hebrew and different different things, and it's super interesting that we were sort of initially created 
in this place of being totally vulnerable and totally um, really ourselves. And there was no covering up anything. There was no hiding. It was, it was all just really super uncomfortably vulnerable and it was a comfortable thing. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a weird thing. It wasn't a a crazy thing. Um, Not saying that people should just run around, you know, naked if you want that there's plenty of beaches in Europe and different things you can (laughs) go visit once the quarantine's done. We're not advocating (laughs) nudity. We're not advocating nudist colonies. Um, What I, what I love about that though, the Bible says that they were naked and unashamed. Mm -hmm. And when we look at that, I think any uncomfortability we face in relationship with people and even in relationship with God um, is really because of roots of shame. Yeah. And uh, I've seen how I've had to go after that stuff in my own heart and my own life that I think it's impossible for us to truly come alive and fully live um, while still having shame in our lives and shame in our hearts. Yeah, totally unashamed yeah it's like it should be a tv show naked and unashamed or something like that instead of naked and afraid (laughs) it's like adam and eve after they they bit the apple it was naked and afraid and then yeah before it was naked 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 and unashamed unashamed. (laughs) yeah 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 man it's wild it's wild crazy i think uh it is um you know that's that's really you know our heart for for this for this podcast for this journey and whatnot that we want to break out of shame that I think even for us to come into an environment and verbally process even things we're going through and walking through yeah. I think will be fun and helpful and beneficial for us and maybe just maybe you'll enjoy listening to it as well but um yeah man yeah. I'm excited it's yeah, gonna be a good too. time. Me too. Yeah. So, man, the elephant in the U.S., Corona. <laughs> Dude, I watched uh, this video on Instagram uh, the other day, and it was, I think Joe Rogan po- posted it, and it was these dudes, and they were singing about, like, it's like a rap song about Corona, and the guy's <laughs> you like, sent that to yeah, he's me like I ain't even gonna have a Corona beer. Yeah. <laughs> so funny dude so good Uh, i'd say the highlight for me of all of this that has been going on well there's two things one is just all the memes oh i think it's amazing Uh, i just (laughs) shout out to all you meme creators y'all are funny y'all are creative it's awesome Uh, i'd say the second thing is actually seeing um how every church has been forced to go online yeah (laughs) like anybody that has uh there's like these crowds of people um that all of a sudden like we have to do what all these like other online content creators have been doing for years yeah and we're kind of forced into it and i think it's really cool and as christians i think this is a great opportunity for us to um really be hope dealers in a time where you know people are just riddled and overcome with fear and you know i that this is like shouldn't really be anything that's all that surprising to mm-hmm. us as Christians if we've, you know, studied the word of God and, you know, we know what what stuff is going to look like. And yeah. that, you know, Jesus talked about that there are things that are going to happen 
you know, yeah. in this world. He promises that there will be trials and tribulations and we'll yeah. face all this stuff. But he said, be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Yeah. And I think what a time for us as Christians to really be the light of the world, for us to yeah. really give out hope, give out love. And yeah. so in the midst of all the fear, in the midst of all the chaos, we can walk in hope, walk in joy. And that's not to say we don't take this thing seriously. I think it is. It is serious. Like, let's walk in honor. Let's love people well. I just triggered Siri by saying serious. That's annoying. Oh, why don't you shut up? (laughs) Thanks, Apple. (laughs) Google doesn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag hashtag Google's better than Apple. What a hater. That's a hot take, dude. Some people are yeah, going to be Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some did, people. Where did it alienate <laughs> over half our audience? Yeah. yeah, 60% of people just tuned out. Yeah, uh, thanks. No, come back. Please, please come back. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. What's been your favorite coronavirus meme? Oh, or yeah, meme dude, format? Shout out, shout out to memers for making every terrible thing that's ever happened into a joke. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's one of the greatest and maybe healthiest it's human true. coping mechanisms that's ever been. It's true. <laughs> um, uh, obvi- obviously, I know people are in pain and hurting. We're not making light of yeah, that. This sure. is a serious thing. Um, but we need to laugh as people that enjoy yeah. uh, and laughter does good like a medicine. Yeah, it really is. So yeah, I think if I think if the Bible was written today, it would have said um, that He will give us memes unspeakable and full of glory. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you might be right. You might not it's be. Possible. Please, uh, please don't accuse us accuse us of heresy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good thing Catholic Church ain't burning people anymore. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, man. No. Yeah. Man, it's good. It's good. Well, we, uh, uh, if you didn't catch it earlier, we're from Arlington, Washington, the state. Yes. And so. Uh, Not Arlington, Texas, the other no, state. We're, we're most likely about to go into somewhat of a lockdown quarantine uh, type situation. Um, so we will, we will see what happens. Um, yeah. But. Hey, good news is the internet exists and we yeah. can continue to connect, do stuff. We're moving like all the youth ministry stuff has moved online. So, yep. you know, even tonight we're going to be doing our youth service online, hanging out. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. I'm, I'm hoping the people, you know, stay connected and. Yeah. Yeah, and, for sure. And also everything that's bad that's ever happened has had an end. Yeah. Everything that's tough that's ever happened has had an end. Yeah. This ain't the end of the world. Yep. It's not the end of humanity. It's not the end of our freedom. It's yeah. not the end of the United States yeah. as we know it. Yeah. It's, you know, in fact, it's not even the end of toilet paper. If anything, toilet paper is <laughs> doing better than it's ever done. Yeah. Yeah. Every <laughs> toilet paper company is thriving right yeah. now. Yeah. They're like, we got to make more. There's All so the, many positives. If, I'm a... I'm, can I be real honest for a second? If you've been buying all the toilet paper, stop. Seriously, you, you need, need help. You, you need help big time. It's not okay. I my my roommates and I were actually about to run out of toilet paper, mm-hmm. right as everybody had just bought up all the toilet paper. Seriously, 
I had to steal from the church to make sure it had enough. Thankfully, then we were able to get into Costco and they had yeah. restocked and we got more toilet paper. But I actually had to steal from the church to make yeah. sure we had enough toilet paper because of all you crazy people. Thank, thank the Lord that the book of James says that mercy triumphs over judgment because y'all be going to hell. <laughs> Jesus is just extreme. like, oh, dang it. Kendall, you just stole some toilet paper from my house. <laughs> Don't you know there's toilet paper shortage? <laughs> My house needs toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, but Jesus, your house is empty. Empty there at the moment. Here. We moved your we moved your house online for so the time being. So your house is my house. Yeah, <laughs> I need your I need toilet paper. I need, you might understand. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he understands, and he's quick to forgive. Agreed. Amen. Agreed. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh man. Mm. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I answered your question, though, about... I think my favorite meme format has been um, all of these videos, like people have like the really short form videos that have come out of... Like TikTok? Yeah, like TikTok memes or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, different... Different things like that. Like the the rap I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny, dude. So funny. Yeah. I think think people just, just... in a sense, making fun and making light of an otherwise heavy and somewhat yeah. hard situation for a lot of people. Yeah. I do find it interesting what the overall response has been to this. Like, this is something totally unprecedented yeah. that we've never seen. Like, there's been other viruses, other outbreaks of stuff, and it's never been a response like this. And I know there are some externalities and, and things that have led into all of that. But I do find it interesting that I think the the enemy, if you will, you know, for us as Christians, you know, we believe that there is a devil and, and he, the Bible says he's come to steal, kill and destroy. And I think that he's going crazy with the fear mm-hmm. to really mess with people's lives and mess with people's hearts and rob people of joy and the beauty of life. And so um, I like memes because I think yeah. memes help bring some joy. Yeah, hence fun. why I, I think if the Bible was written today, it'd be it It would probably memes. reference memes, yeah. <laughs> I think Jesus wouldn't talk in parables. He'd, he'd talk in he'd, memes, he'd, dude. He'd preach in TikToks, dude. Preach in TikToks, preach in memes. That might be heresy to some people. Well, they'll be all right. <laughs> like, Jesus on TikTok? No. Yeah, he'd tell stories. He'd, Drums are evil. He'd vlog. <laughs> <laughs> Drums are evil. That's... I praise the Lord. I think there's still a very, very small minority of, of well, maybe not as small as I think, but <laughs> drums aren't evil. Nope. Drums aren't evil. Oh nope. man. People are crazy. People are crazy. Jesus is good. Podcasting is fun. I got to pee. You got to pee? I do. Oh, dude. Talk about being uncovered and authentic. Here we go, people. Uh, day one, episode one, you're seeing it live right now. Yeah. I got to pee. Kendall, take it away for the next, like, minute. Bro, you better you better go quick. I don't, dude, I don't have that much to talk about for that long. This is supposed to be a conversation between the two of us. I know. And, <laughs> but well, I can't converse when all I can think about is how bad I got to pee. Well, he's leaving. He's left. He's officially left the space. Well, if you're still here after this amount of time, awesome. Hope you're having an amazing day. 
Um, hey, I know Josh mentioned earlier, uh, if you want to stay in touch with us, you can follow us at podcast.uncovered. We will do our best to keep things updated and keep you uh, in the loop as far as what's going on. We're, we are going to take full advantage of this uh, quarantine situation. We will continue to uh, record our plan is to... Uh, record as much as we possibly can in the coming weeks. And, um, and I want to, I don't, I don't know exactly yet when this is going to go out and go live. Um, but if this whole situation with the coronavirus is still going on and you're hearing this and you're sitting at home, I just want you to know uh, that it's going to be okay. I want you to take hope, uh, trust Jesus. He's good. Even if you don't believe that he's real or anything like that, um, it's going to be okay. God is good, that this will pass, that there's been other things that have happened that have uh, messed with the world, messed with global economies, all that kind of stuff. We'll be okay. We're going to get through this. It's going to be just fine. Josh is back in the room. I made it. We'll all survive. Praise the Lord. Has to pee. Comes back from peeing. Instantly drinks water. Yeah. He has to pee twice during this episode. We're going to have an issue. Yeah. I have to mandatory adult diapers for Mr. <laughs> Savage during podcast recordings. <laughs> uh, dude, we should have called it unpolished. Unpolished? Yeah, because we're so Un- unpolished. Uncovered. Unpolished. Subtitle, unpolished. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, maybe we should title this episode, I Have to Pee. <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe uh, we should. That'd be hey, hilarious. let us know in the comments below if we should title this I Have to Pee. Yeah, it's too bad, though. It's not YouTube. because I know. That wouldn't work because it, it would this. already be titled. Yeah. Yeah. In I, case you guys didn't that, know, this is I just isn't wanted live. to say it anyways. Yeah. This isn't live just in case you guys didn't know. Although next time I might open up by saying we are live just to throw people off. Just because you want to be like Joe Rogan? No, no, dude. Even though, shout out to Joe Rogan, uh, you're awesome. Yeah, if you ever hear this, Joe, just please, please slide into our DMs. Please. Please. <laughs> out It'd of be... everybody, we'd love to have you on the on the show the most. <laughs> yeah. Or have us on your show. That hey, works that too. Would be, that would be wild. That would be super wild, dude. That would be. It's happened before, though. Yep. Mr. Fruit and, and C Nanners type of deal. You you are correct. There's maybe nobody that's gonna know what you just said. Hey bro, there's definitely right. somebody out there. You know what I'm saying. I like do I said, know. this is a conversation. I do know what you're saying. Yeah. Well, hey man, was there anything else that you wanted to to talk about, discuss, dive into? What it what has life looked like for you? lately or what is something that's been you know um, you feel like you've been working through in your own heart or what's been like the biggest part of your journey lately um well if we're talking about time what's been the largest part of my my uh, days Mm. weeks it's been uh destiny too I've not, dude, my work's been canceled. Church's been canceled. Everywhere that I go, hangouts, all been canceled. So that's been a big bummer and I kind of hate it. (laughs) But, you know, making the best of a terrible situation. By playing lots of video games. Well, yeah. I mean, what else is there to do really? Aside from go shopping and buy toilet paper. 
Or There's lots to do. All the gyms are closed. Book. Read a book. Well, I mean, that's... I've been reading. I've been reading my Bible and yeah, different what, things. What have you been reading? In like your I Bible said, been studying the word naked, bro. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That. <laughs> dude. It's been awesome. Like legitimately, if yeah, you guys don't it, know, it is you good. should for sure uh, use some study tools. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they are off the top of my head, so I can't help you out. But <laughs> it's not helpful at all. Go- there is the- Google some study tools for um, Bible studying. Blue letter Bible. Uh, blue. 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 <laughs> blue. <laughs> no. blue letter Bible. Uh, blue letter Bible dot com or their application yeah. has some great tools like a built in interlinear you mean uh, concordance. Did I say, what did I say? You said application. I mean, it's that's what it is, but it, it's an it's app. Like, sounds sure, like you're whatever, going dude. to a job. Whatever. You know? <laughs> it's an interview. But, yeah, it's an interview. But yeah. yeah. Uh, use a concordance. You can look up the Hebrew and Greek words yeah. um, and look up their definitions and meanings and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yes, that is great. I didn't think we'd get into all of that here, but yeah who knows it's It's the wild west out here in the uncovered podcast anything can happen at any moment like like my co-host just leaving mid podcast (laughs) to go to the bathroom it's awesome hey dude what a (laughs) tiny bladder uh big bladder problems or no small bladder problems yeah 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 big bladder is well solution and the sad thing is though we both went to the bathroom before we started yeah and then we actually discussed it yeah I actually had to go again. So, well, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, hey, man, thanks for asking me that question. I think something that I've You're been, welcome. I've been. T- <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a punk. I think something that's been uh, on my heart a lot lately and I'm at, no, obviously a lot of what I do revolves around the youth ministry and, um, whatnot uh and i've been working on and developing a uh, a sermon series uh around this idea of rhythms and developing rhythms and i think something that i've learned and in, am continuing to learn uh in life in general in my relationship with god my relationships with people like every facet of our life um greatly benefits from healthy rhythms and i think um I, I like the word rhythm because um, I tend to be a pretty like flowy, spontaneous person. And when I hear structure or schedules or things like that, um, it can kind of I just don't like it, if I'm being honest. So for me, um, this uh, this idea of rhythms and establishing rhythm in my life helps me um, because it sounds much more fun. It sounds much more uh, doable, like there's some ebb and flow to it. And I think if we look at, well, not to get too spiritual, but even like the life of Jesus, how he lived, that there was flow to his life, flow to his ministry, um, that there was healthy rhythm to it. And um, so I've been wanting to uncover, if you will, and, and discover what rhythms can look like and should look like in my life, whether it's, you know, daily reading my Bible, daily prayer, whether it's consistent communication with people in my life. Um, what's the rhythms for my work? 
what's the rhythms for different meetings for ministries that I'm involved in or things like this. And when we begin to find healthy rhythm, I think it helps us really come alive um, and and live fully alive that I'm not just going through the motions or um, I'm not like stuck in these super rigid structures, but there's actual like there's rhythm in my life that is life giving. Um, and I know so we all need structure to a certain extent in our lives. We all need pattern, um, all this stuff, but it doesn't have to be a something that chokes the life out of it. It can be, there can be ebb, there can be flow to it. Um, highs and lows and all, all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at like music, for instance, that's mm. something that has, uh, it's based on rhythm and, and timing and all that yeah. stuff. It's so, any musician knows like every song, every set is all extremely structured, but within that structure, there's a lot of freedom for flowing and, yeah. and uh, discovering and creating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that structure is, imperative for creativity to flourish yeah um so i i love this whole idea of of structure and creative flow combined because that's really when something beautiful can be created is when there's a a a superseding structure to something that then allows for a free flow of creativity within it yeah yeah and so i think that is just an absolutely beautiful idea of life and how to live and, and looking at the Bible and looking at Jesus, mm-hmm. um, just, just different things that we can draw out of that. And, and, um, what does it mean to, to live a, a balanced life? You know, yeah. we're talking, we talk a lot about balance. There's a lot of, you know, off the market drugs and stuff that are sold under the, the, uh, <laughs> guys and things of, of balance and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, supplements are all all this word of balance is is very very uh much a a almost a trigger word if you will within within you know the health communities and yeah. and different things and it's super essential like really mm-hmm. it's super essential for for how we live our lives and and having a very balanced view of things is important having a, a balanced attitude towards things mm-hmm. is important balanced responses are important like like uh self evaluation balanced self evaluation balanced um communication with other people is super important like like all of it, like everything in life requires balance you can't even stand up if you don't have balance like there's yeah. like everything that we have everything that we interact with mm-hmm. in some way or another if it's if it's good, helpful, or any of that, it it has this idea and this aspect of balance to it. And I yeah. think that that is super imperative that we understand that we have to have structure. All you yeah. creative people out there, you got to have some structure. And all of you super structured people, you have to allow creativity to flow. So yeah. it's, yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, I think there's this, this other word that keeps coming to mind when we talk about balance um, I think balance requires tension. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, we have to, as human beings, 
in order to flourish, we have to become comfortable with tension. Mm -hmm. And especially as Christians and in our relationship with God, that the reality is like life and, and the Bible even is filled with tension, filled with paradox. It's like this, this difficult place between two almost opposing points. But in the middle of all of that is the beauty of balance and like, we we have to become okay with the tension and like this this structure of like for someone painting there mm -hmm. needs to be a structure of a canvas but then what happens in the middle of yeah. that canvas can be what looks like chaos yeah exactly but when it's put into a framework of a canvas it can be something that's absolutely beautiful yeah. and it's in a place of tension between perfect structure of a canvas Mm -hmm. and absolute chaos of paint being splattered all over it. Yeah. But then when we put them together, like if you had a child in a room and you just let them loose with a bunch of paint and they splattered paint all over, you wouldn't walk in and be like, that is utter beauty. Yeah. You'd be like, this is a big mess and I've got to clean it up. <laughs> you're getting a timeout. <laughs> yeah, you're in timeout for sure. Uh, but then the exact opposite is true. If you just had a canvas yeah. and it was perfect structure, but there was no randomness, no chaos, if you will, put onto it or involved in it, you wouldn't say, wow, that blank canvas is utterly beautiful. Yeah. You'd be like... That's just a blank camp. That's just empty yeah. structure. And yeah. so it's this this place of tension that we have to learn to live and discover in our own lives. What does this look like for me? What is the rhythm of my life? What is that place of tension or balance in my life in every area and every facet? Like I can think relationally, like what does my life look like mm. in like even so I can say my relationship with God or my relationship with you, Joshua, like the I think beautiful relationship is found in a place of tension or balance between I'm pursuing you relationally and you're pursuing me relationally. Yeah. We would never say it's a really healthy relationship when I'm pursuing somebody 100% and they're never pursuing yeah, me in any sure. sense. You see, that's just draining. That's that's yeah. not healthy. That's not life giving. Yeah. But then when we begin to step into a place of balance, and I'm. It doesn't always have to be perfect balance all the time. Yeah. Life is in a place of there's going to be adjustments that are have to be yeah. made. Like Josh might be in a season of his life where he doesn't have capacity to pursue me relationally 100% right now. But I'm going to do whatever I can to yeah. keep that bridge built, to keep the connection. Yeah. And then there's going to be times when I don't yeah. have the capacity and he'll be able to pick up the slack. And yeah. this is, you know, how our relationship with God works, how our relationship with people should work, that we we find ourselves in these places of tension. Yeah. But I think that's where really the beauty of life is and that mm. like we even go back to creation. This is how God created the world that it talks about that the earth was without void, that it was literally like the definition, that word there is literally like chaos. Yeah. But then he brought some structure to this yeah. chaos and he said, well, this is where the, the line that will divide the sea from the land and yeah. the sky from the land and like all this, yeah. he put, he began to put some structure around this yeah. chaos and we see he said, this is good. This is yeah. beautiful. This is perfect. Yeah. And I think what's so cool about that too, is we don't see in that story that there's a, a, uh, oh, 
what's the word? Like he, like God's not getting rid of the chaos. Yeah, yeah. But he's just giving the chaos boundaries. Yeah, yeah. And so, like the sea, super chaotic, but he gave it boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the land, king, you know, animals, people, all that yeah. can get crazy. But guess yeah. what? He gave it. He gave it boundaries. Yeah. Outer space, dude. Outer space is nuts. If any of you guys don't know about outer space, it's nuts. <laughs> Dude, there's some people who legitimately don't know about outer space. So, shit. Shout out outer, to outer space. Uh, Shout out to outer space. <laughs> sponsored by not, outer space. Not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so outer like outer space, crazy. But guess what? You don't see an Aurora, uh, you know, Borealis going up Miami Beach, do you? You see, you don't see like a, like a, a Oh, what are those giant dust clouds that are basically exploded stars? You don't see one of those just chilling, <laughs> you know, yeah. down in California or anything. It's no. it's it's contained out there. We're contained here. And so I think there's there has to be this this uh bound idea of boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are healthy, boundaries are necessary mm. for beauty and creativity and freedom to happen. So Yeah think like even in the different facets of what what I would view as like the the areas where I connect with God and my relationship with God like prayer or reading the Bible yeah. or these types of things that like I'd say th- the necessity of prayer would be the boundary yeah. like it's necessary for me to pray to connect with God yeah. but the beauty and quote unquote, the chaos of it can be, it doesn't have to look the same way every day yeah. or in every moment or in every time that the purpose of prayer would be communion with God. So whether I'm communing with him, cause I've got an hour of set aside time in the morning where yeah. I just pray and talk to him, or I've got 15 minutes while I drive yeah. and I worship and I pray and talk to him, whatever it might look like on a given day that there's a rhythm to it that I'm making sure I connect with God every day, but it will look different every day. And that's where I've been leaning into this, this whole idea of rhythm and really finding Mm -hmm. rhythm in my life that I, I see around us, like, especially in our generation and people our age that there's this, these extreme highs and lows in people's Mm -hmm. lives. And it seems to happen constantly. Like for some people, even like every other day. And I've discovered in my life, like I, I've got to establish some rhythms in my life. And that brings some consistency that brings that balance and the tension that like my, my, my peace, my balance my walk in this life is not determined by outside circumstances because I've established some inward rhythms. Yeah. And so that whatever happens like, Hey, we got to shut down the church. We can't meet together anymore. Well, my rhythms stayed the same in my relationships, my communication with people, my relationship with God. So an outside circumstance didn't affect how I felt, what was going on in my mind, in my heart, 
that even where people would be like, well, that's extremely chaotic and crazy and my whole world is about to end. I'm like, well, actually, like, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. We're going to make some adjustments, stay in a place of balance. And there's consistency in my life because of it. And I think people are craving that. They just don't always know how to attain that. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. What What are some of the things in your life, Josh, that have become like rhythms for you that have helped you, whatever it might be? Um, well, so one of the things that I try to do as often as possible is just get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's good. That's, that's for me. Cause it, we like, it's super easy to just sit at home and not ever, you know, do anything outside or any, any of that. And I think that that's, it just makes you fall into a place of really kind of being mentally unhealthy yeah. where you start questioning, you know, yourself questioning, um, all these different things. You get, get worried, get anxious, uh, get restless. And, um, you might even just end up staying in bed all day and yeah. all that stuff is, it's not healthy. It's not good for you. And, uh, it just causes you to sort of start to break down And so one of the things that I tend to do and whether that's, you know, I'm going out, taking a a bit to study some, some of my Bible, whatever, or, you know, just going out, going for a drive, Mm -hmm. listening to some music, spend some time praying, uh, different things like that. It, it just causes me to get out of the place where I'm comfortable and into, uh, a place where I have to sort of focus on something, clear my mind, mm-hmm. um, really ref- causes self-reflection, all that type of stuff. And so I think finding those things that you can do to sort of get you out of your normal box yeah. really help and make them a semi-consistent thing mm-hmm. that you do like, okay, every two days I'm going to do this or every day I'm going to do this and just make it something that's consistent, something that, um, you do. And especially if you notice like, Hey, today I'm really feeling like this, Mm -hmm. just jump immediately into that, into that, uh, routine that forces you out of that place. Yeah. And that like, you'll find yourself instantly like getting, past those things yeah and and really they're they start to become not as big of a deal so yeah. yeah i think we've we've been seeing there's a huge push in culture and in the world uh to lean into like good mental health mm-hmm. to you know self-awareness even all, like all the new age stuff the mindfulness meditation yeah all these things that uh it's because they're actually tapping into something that's really important for us as people. And I think something you said is that uh, having really healthy rhythms, I think to a certain extent also requires really good self-awareness. Yes, for sure. And so I have to become aware of what I need in my life on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, whatever it might be, that there are things that are actually necessary for me as a human to flourish and to feel alive to what is it that gives me life? Um, I, I know I can think back and look at like 
I actually just turned off my heart for so long. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one day I realized my heart's been turned off. I'm feeling depressed and I'm feeling suicidal now yeah. be, because I just wasn't aware. I turned off my heart. I turned off who I really was. And it took a process and a journey of God healing my heart, of me coming alive. And so now in order for me to stay in that place of balance, of having healthy rhythm, of, of really enjoying life, I've got to continue to be self-aware and make yeah. sure my heart doesn't turn off. And so I've established even for me, like I've got people that I ask or ask me on a daily basis, like even the simple question of how's your heart? Yeah. Like it can be such a simple thing and it it can become like something where you just put on a mask and it's like, oh, I'm doing yeah. fine. My heart's good or whatever. But it's something for me that triggers. I actually have to look at my own heart today. What's yeah. going on? What am I feeling? What's going on in my life right now? So and good. I'm, uh, I was even telling some friends yesterday, like, my personality, I tend to be super chill, super even keeled. It's rare that I have major highs and lows and all that. And that's something that I've I've fought for. And then it's also something that's just my personality. Um, but so it's easy for me to, when I get that question, be like, well, yeah, I'm good. So now I've even been diving deeper. Okay, why am I feeling good? Or why am I not feeling so good? Yeah. What's really going on? What's some things in my life right now that are difficult? easy what's something that's weighing on me what's been taking up a whole lot of real estate in my mind yeah and evaluating these things and i find myself when i'm sitting in the office and there's a lot going on and there's people coming in and out all day and it just feels like a bunch of stuff got dropped on my plate or whatever it might be i'll literally like turn my chair around and face the corner and just take some deep breaths and think about and talk to god and be like what's going on in my heart right now how am I doing? I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to walk in peace that we have to, we've got to become aware of what's actually going on in us yeah. in order for us to have and establish healthy rhythms in my life that I know I need some time of prayer. I know I need some time alone with God every day. I know I need some time of connection with people. I'm yeah. an extrovert. You know what I mean? Like I have to have rhythms in my life that support the things that I've discovered I actually need. Yeah. So. That's so good. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, it's really, really essential that we stay in a healthy place. Be aware of yourself. Yeah. Get aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if you're just at home, all the time, you know, with this whole quarantine or whatever, if you're just chilling at home, not doing anything, staying in bed on Instagram all morning, on Facebook all morning, <laughs> uh, put some pants on, <laughs> get up, go, go for, outside, go for a walk. <laughs> Weather's beautiful right now. I know we live in the rainy Pacific Northwest, but it's been super sunny. The Lord has blessed us and, uh, uh, with this this amazing sunshine, great weather. And so, yeah, get outside, do something. Go for a walk, like Kendall said, maybe go for a drive. Um, just do something different. Get out of that, get out of that funk that you're in. And um, with that said, I would like to thank all of our future sponsors. And I would like to thank all of our future listeners for um, just being here, walking this journey with us and uh, figuring this whole thing out together. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Josh. For <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're 
if, if you made it this far, we're glad you're here. Yeah. We just want to, we just want to say, Hey, you're awesome. Even if we don't know you, you're amazing. You're here for a reason. I want you to have a whole lot of hope that whether you believe in God or not, he's got a good plan for your life. He loves you a lot. And hey, if you want to, if you enjoyed this, if you want to support this podcast, feel free to give it you know, a good rating or comment. If you've enjoyed any of it, you can reach us at uh, on Instagram at podcast.uncovered. We'd love to connect with you there as well. I appreciate any love, any shares, anything like that, if this is something that you've enjoyed. And yeah. uh, we're going to we're going to keep this thing rolling. We'll be we'll be uploading weekly and get the get the ball rolling. And it's going to be a fun journey. Hope you will come along with us yeah yeah with that said see you in the next one later later dudes